0: Welcome to our second episode. I'm v Ron. And I'm Jackie. Thank you for tuning in. Today, we're talking about energy with our very first guest, Megan, who's a Reiki master. We'll learn more about what she does, as well as explore the world of energetics
1: and how we can tap into it. So before we get into all that, I think it's really important to kind of tell the story between how Megan and I met, because it's a little unconventional, but it worked out to be absolutely incredible. So do you want to hop into Megan, or do you want me to just give a
2: brief synopsis? Yeah. Yeah. We can both go. Um, we met, we were both studying environmental health and public health in college, and we did an internship in Croatia together and mm-hmm. we just really hit it off when we were there. Cause it was just the two of us in this like small Croatian town where no one spoke English and just traveled around Europe a bit. And it was, it was just the best time.
1: <laughs> it was awesome. And I actually didn't even really like know you at all before. Um, I knew that there was another student going, but I had no idea who you were or anything like that, because Megan was doing her master's while I was in my undergrad
2: degree. Yeah, yeah. It worked out so well though, because we were we were complete strangers.
1: Yeah, we were. And then we lived together in this apartment for like five weeks.
2: <laughs> we <laughs> well, part, very right? well. Yeah, that was a good
1: time. So did
0: Megan take that photo of you that we posted earlier?
1: Yes, she did. The one of me jumping off the rock. That was an amazing, amazing trip. We were in Dubrovnik for that weekend. Yeah, Jackie, just
2: looking at that picture, I got so much anxiety. I was like, oh my God, I did not realize the cliffs were that high that we were jumping off of. Well, you jumped off higher cliffs than I did because I'm a baby.
1: (laughs) That's okay. That's okay.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. So, should we go ahead and jump into? um, Did you want to talk a little bit more about uh, how you
1: guys kind of just connected? Yeah, that sounds great. So I'd spoke a little bit about this in the first episode. So basically I was very low vibe during this time. Like Megan was so high vibe and I really regard her as one of my spiritual teachers. I've told her this and I know it makes her blush, but I really think it's so true. Um, she was the one who introduced me to spirituality and all of these concepts. So while we were there, Megan was doing all these great things like meditating every day. She was journaling. She was just really like working on herself. She was sober. Um, and I was like drinking like three beers a day and like just not um just not really being my like highest vibe self. And it's really interesting and because like at that time, I wasn't ready to learn those lessons, but it's still, Megan was so patient with me and stayed by my side and we became very good friends regardless. And now we have so much to talk about because we have so much more in common now, which is incredible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that speaks to
0: a lot of people on just different paths too. like, feel like these people walk into our lives, whoever they are, and you, you may not be ready for that message in that time, but then you see down the road later that that was, you know, just a little, a little reminder of maybe that path that you can be on and that you, if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad that you got to experience. Oh, absolutely. the absolutely. Spirituality side. Cause yeah, I met people years ago that influenced how I am today. And I just didn't realize that at that time, how powerful that could be. So that's yeah. really cool. So glad you're here,
2: Megan. I'm so glad to be here. I think it's so cool y'all are actually doing a podcast because it's something that people talk about all the time, but like Mm -hmm. taking action is another thing and it paralyzes a lot of people. So it just Mm -hmm. happens so fast. Like y'all decide you want to do it and you're doing it. And I just really respect and love that because I think podcasts are the best medium for learning and connecting and growing. Mm -hmm. Mm It's been monumental in my spiritual journey. It's really how I've learned everything. Mm -hmm. his podcasts. So that's awesome. Yeah. Y'all are really doing good. Oh, thank you. Oh, Oh, thanks. That's so sweet. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Everyone and not even everyone, but anyone who's open to it, Mm-hmm. To like the spiritual stuff, will get there in their own time. You cannot yep. force it on anyone; it, mm-hmm. won't, it will push it away. Mm-hmm. There's most people in my life like aren't spiritual people, so mm-hmm. I kind of I'm just used to like doing my own thing. And if someone's interested in something that I'm doing, like meditation or Reiki, I will gladly tell you more yeah. about it. But I'm I've learned to just not mm-hmm. push it on people because <laughs> mm-hmm. they have to be receptive to that too. Otherwise, they're not going to get the
0: benefits.
1: Yeah, you want to give. Mm-hmm. So do you guys want to jump in and talk about our personal experiences with energy before we get to Reiki and all of that good
2: stuff? Yes. Yeah.
1: So um, who wants to go first? You know what? Let's have Megan go first.
2: Sure. So I feel like I really have to start at the beginning of my spiritual awakening because it's so night and day, like the person I was pre-spiritual awakening and post because I was not... In any way open to spirituality mm-hmm. or just personal development, anything like that at all for the first 22 years of my life. I'm 26 now.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so it's a pretty recent thing, but it's really hit me wow. hard. <laughs> and um, so, just general about me, I am 26. I live in Atlanta, and Jackie and I met at UGA, University of Georgia. And while I was there, I started having a lot of health problems. And that's really what opened me up to spirituality. So when I was 18, I took like a ton of antibiotics because I had acne and I just wanted to go away. And I took antibiotics for a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And at the end of that year and a half, I started having a lot of just general symptoms and problems. Mm -hmm. And so I realized it was hurting me a lot. And so I stopped taking it, but it wasn't really anything that it was nothing big enough to make me change my lifestyle yeah but just the accumulation of that and then years of taking more antibiotics and then when we were or when I was a senior in college so like 22 is when it really came to a head it just got the worst it had ever been Mm -hmm. I had to take so just a massive amount of antibiotics I got so sick I had strep I had a UTI I got bit by a dog wow. and so I was just like taking enormous amounts of antibiotics and it just after that was all in like a month period all three of those things um and so after that when I just took so many doses of antibiotics I noticed such a difference like my health just took a rapid decline immediately and so I was pretty much just a laundry list of symptoms. It wasn't like one thing, mm. but it was just an overall systemic unwellness. So mm. I lost, I'm already a thin person. I lost 15 pounds.
0: Wow.
2: Gelatin, Like I was not digesting any food. Everyone thought I was anorexic, um, but really I was just so sick. Like I wasn't getting any nutrients. I had horrible joint pain while my hair was falling out, acne, digestive issues, infections all the time, always sick, just, just did not have a great quality of life. And it was really affecting how I felt about myself and just how I felt in general. Like I had mood swings, horrible mood swings and just brain fog and a million things. Mm -hmm. And so it was looking back, I can now see that that was like a rock bottom in my life. Mm -hmm. So I had just graduated college and my health was the worst it had been and it was just getting worse and I also got broken up with at the same time and so um it was my first relationship too so it was was tough
1: Mm -hmm.
2: this was the catalyst for so much transformation and just making me an entirely different person and so out of desperation to get healthy I um Well, I went to conventional doctors, just regular medical doctors, Mm -hmm. and tried to figure out what was going on, what can they do to help me, and they would run tests and say nothing was wrong, Mm -hmm. when clearly there was so much wrong, and so I was like, this is not, this is not working for me, Um, I'm just going to have to do this myself, so I put in so many hours of listening to podcasts. I just consumed so much information from health podcasts, health articles, literally anything I gave my hands on, it was mm-hmm. all I was doing because I was so desperate to feel better. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to find any information, anything I could do to, to fix it.
0: Wow.
2: And so, um, yeah, just consuming so much information. And I started seeing holistic doctors and changed my diet started exercising every day, started meditating every day Mm. and uh, completely cut out alcohol, stopped drinking entirely, uh, stopped smoking so much weed.
1: That's huge. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And so that was like, again, like that rock bottom that spurred all of that transformation. Mm. And so once my body started healing, it really opened me up to more spiritual stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was operating at a much higher frequency and vibration than before and meditation and podcasts were both gateways kind of into more spiritual stuff Mm -hmm. so like I said before I was the least spiritual person not open to anything of this realm at all before this stuff happened but yeah with this health crisis it I feel like it opened me up to my purpose because now this is like who I am entirely. It's not just
1: absolutely
2: like not a part of me. It is me. Part of something bigger. Like I'm Mm -hmm. so grateful for all of those health challenges and the breakup to like get me here. Mm -hmm. Uh even though it was really hard at the time. But it's all for me to to realize who I am. Mm. And that is so powerful. That is so powerful, Megan. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's been a journey. And so with that i like on the health podcast that i would listen to sometimes they'd have kind of more spiritual people on that were like the the fringe of their audience and they would mention like intuition and spirit guides and energy reiki whatever and i was like "Mm, i don't know what all this stuff is like i don't know if i believe in it but it's interesting so i'm I'm interested in learning more Mm -hmm. And so I just felt really, really pulled, um, because I had this insatiable hunger and obsession with learning about this stuff. Nice. (laughs) All I was doing, I was obsessed with psychics, mediums, um, like spiritual thought leaders. And so I just felt really pulled to take this like intuition course. It's kind of a psychic development course. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was, probably the most impactful thing that I've done because it helped me tune into, or just realize that I have intuition and an inner guidance system. And, uh, it helped me learn how my own intuition comes through for me. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was really the most important thing for me to do. And since then, I've just kind of been, I'm coming out of a more hermit period. Mm -hmm. I was kind of in a hermit period. It coincided with COVID nicely. Where I was just like inside a lot or out in nature by myself spending a ton of time just by myself in my room, meditating, journaling, going on walks and getting to know myself and spending time with myself. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And ever since then, I've kind of just been following breadcrumbs of my intuition. I say, whatever you're interested in or whatever you're curious about is a breadcrumb from the universe telling you to go deeper because that stuff is meant for you. That's why you're feeling drawn to it.
1: Whoa, can we just reflect on that for a second? That was such a powerful statement. You know what's
2: weird? I literally
1: say the same thing. I'm
0: like, follow the breadcrumb. I know. Whoa. I, I I'm sometimes. like
1: getting chills hearing you guys say the same. Yeah. That's amazing. And I I've just never, wanted to stop there. So, yeah, so really, res- saying, yeah. really resonate. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I've never really talked about it that way, but it's true. They are little breadcrumbs and you have to follow those little calls because they're going to lead you exactly where you need
2: to go. Yeah. You know, yeah. Good feelings. Good feelings are breadcrumbs. Exactly. Excitement, curiosity, just anything you're remotely interested in, go deeper on, because it's either going to be like, you're going to learn something from it. It's going to lead you to something or it's just going to be really fun and enjoyable. It will never lead you astray. So I've been uh, following those breadcrumbs, and that's what led me to Reiki is I was just really interested, didn't understand it, but I wanted to know more about it. And I just decided to take a, a Reiki one course and that led to all three and becoming a master. So
1: yes, master. So, so Megan has two masters, her masters of public health and her masters of Reiki. Let's yeah. go. Let's go.
2: Yeah, <laughs> love, uh, but Yeah, that's my, uh, how I got here in a nutshell. Wow. That's amazing. It really
1: is. Yeah, Uh, you are so inspirational. That's what I was just gonna say. Like, (laughs) no worries, no worries at all. Do you want to go next? Um, sure.
0: So, I know I talked a little bit about on the last episode some of my spiritual awakening. Um, but kind of a little similar with you, except I, my mom was more of the intuitive in our family and she's still intuitive. Um, but she influenced me with the metaphysical aspect because she knew massage therapy and intuitive touch is what she called it back then. It's like (gasps) pre-reiki. Wow. I'm sorry. Therapeutic touch. Nice. That's the correct term. Um, but I, I do myself intuitive massage. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's an actual thing, but I just, I go with whatever that person, like I'm, I'm not certified or anything, but I love giving massages and mm-hmm. I have a massage table
1: that my mom helped get me. You should um, give me one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: can, I can talk about that experience. Yes. <laughs> I can do them too if they're on the table. Yeah, yes, of
0: course. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she did a lot of that on me when I was a kid and I had, um, really bad headaches and migraines. And so she just put me on the table and she'd use her energy. I remember her just like lightly moving her hands over me and like sweeping that energy away. And, um, and I didn't think anything of it weird. I'm just do whatever you need to do to just help me feel good. And (laughs) Um, but now that I look back on that, like I feel like that did have a huge influence on why I gravitated more towards um, energy and the wellness community. And I instead of being apprehensive towards that world, I became
1: curious. Mm, and nice. I, that switch is so great, right? Mm-hmm. Like that was that totally happened to me too. Cool. So keep going. but yeah. yeah, that really resonates. Cool. Yeah, because I think
0: when we are more curious, it, we we are more receptive and then mm-hmm. we're able to dig a little deeper within ourselves um, but yeah I did have my own health issues when I got older nothing too serious but I um, worked in a very high highly intense fast-paced job as a virtual, Uh, receptionist in a call center. Mm. So, and I was maybe three years in full time. And I just remember one day I started getting this shooting pain in my, um, my, my chest. It almost felt like a knife was being dug into my ribs and I couldn't. Breathe every time I inhaled, it was stabbing me. Oh, Jesus, like, uh, yeah, and so I freaked out. And then I told my lead, yeah, rightfully
1: like, so, right? Like, <laughs> yeah,
0: this is not, I knew something was up, and so I told my lead, and we got off that, and then um. They called the police or not police, the ambulance, and they came and um they I blew through the bag, (laughs) like what you see in the movies. (laughs) I was like, is this actually real? (laughs) And so it did help, but because I had a panic attack too, on top of that. Um, but then later on I find out that it's gallstones. And I was referred to a specialist, and they told me, Oh, your only option is to take out that gallbladder. And I'm just like, the hell you aren't, Mm -mm. there's gotta be another way. Cause I was already past my little hippie phase after that. And I knew that there was a way that I could heal myself, especially with Mm -hmm. that, because that's something it's not, as long as it's not detrimental to your, to your health, which I mean, like you're not dying on the table, then there's something you can do about it. Mm -hmm. So I researched, I was in fetal position and just looking on my phone, what can I do? And I found out that using, um, drinking extra virgin, cold pressed olive oil and fresh squeezed lemon juice was able to, um, break it down and loosen up the gallstones to push it out. So I drank that for a week right before bed. And they say to sleep on your right side, because that's where your gallbladder is. Mm. So yeah, after a week, I ended up removing those gallstones on my own. And I came back from that. And it was that moment that I knew that I had the power to heal myself. Mm. And I mean, I I do trust doctors and all that. Um, not hundred percent there's you know,
1: there's, <laughs> I don't trust anybody a hundred percent even myself being completely I honest <laughs> well, I, mean, I have
2: such a distrust of doctors now because like I know
1: there's
2: good ones they, yeah they, it's just yeah. Not, not for chronic disease like no. Western medicine is not meant for chronic disease just yeah. acute it's amazing for acute things that mm-hmm. happen but not for anything chronic Yes. I'm
1: definitely like a mix of both. Like I'm very like, I'm still my like scientist brain in me is still very like attached to like doctors and Western medicine as well, but like I'm open to both. So just put that out there. No, that's good though. I think it's healthy to have a balance of both
0: Jacob, like my fiance, he has a pretty healthy balance of both. I think, um, he's more a little more on the analytical side, but he helps me see the importance of having the data and, Mm -hmm. um, and the research behind it. Uh, I never used to do that much research until all, you know, diseases and viruses and all that stuff coming up. But, but yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, um, if there is something acute that you, or I'm sorry, something that, um, in your body that you feel like is a little off, but you can heal on your own, dive deep into that and figure out what to do because come back to nature. That's the other thing, right? right? What did we do millions or hundreds of years ago before all of this modern medicine, they went to herbs, they went and healed each other, used energy. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I just think there's just so much power and just going back to our ancestral times.
1: Yeah, definitely. And as far as like the energy just shifting gears over here, um, talking about our experiences with energy. So I'm still in that, um, health crisis. You know, I just got my bipolar diagnosis, mm-hmm. um, talked about that on the last episode. So I'm still like how you guys have walked that path. Like this is me walking the path currently. Mm-hmm. And, um, the things that have really helped me, my medicine, it, that has been indispensable to my health. Um, and also like meditation mm-hmm. and just like, spending time on doing things that I really care about. Like I'm learning tarot right now and I am obsessed guys. (laughs) I am so obsessed. I bought this book and I'm like tearing through it, reading everything, like looking up things on the internet, like really, um, just in that like learning. And so it really, for me is that duality between energy of like, eastern medicine and things like this and like traditional ways but also like western modern medicine and like therapy huge fan of therapy i love therapy i go every week it's amazing yes um but as far as like energy goes do you guys want to switch gears and talk into Mm -hmm. that specifically about like our experiences yeah Yeah. i have a pretty cool story i'd like to share you guys, like, I'm really excited because like, (laughs) I was so embarrassed of this story for so long. And I told my friend Mitchell shout out, Mitchell, love you. Um, but I don't know if I told anyone else. So now I'm just going to tell everybody all at once on the podcast. So let's go. Um, so my experience with energy is I didn't believe in any of this stuff. Like, like I said, I was a staunch atheist, all of that. But when I was in high school, there was one night I slept downstairs and the rest of my family slept upstairs. And there was one night I just got this really weird feeling like something bad was going to happen to me. And I was like, why do I feel this way? Like, maybe it's just my anxiety, but it was stronger than that. Like I knew for a fact something bad was gonna happen. And then I heard a voice in my head that said, this is God, go upstairs. And I was like, what does that even mean? I was like, I'm going crazy. So I went upstairs and I came downstairs the next morning and someone had smashed through my window and broken our cars. What? Yes, yes. I kid you not. Like I know how crazy this sounds, but it it happened. It really happened. You? That's
2: your intuition. That's not crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And so.
1: For years. And then after that, you would think like your life would change after an experience like that. But um no, I still went on doing what <laughs> <his thing. laughs> i I was a lessons. really I was a really tough nut to crack in the spirituality <laughs> realm. Like I was very closed-minded. Um, yeah. but anyways, and I remember telling my friend Mitchell that story and him being like, Whoa, like that's a really powerful experience. Like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh. And me being like, I think I just made it all up in my head or something, and me like going, walking away from that conversation, like kind of getting chills and being like, oh God, I have to face the reality that that like did happen to me. Um, even though I didn't believe in God or any sort of like higher power at all. But, um, so that was my very first like, whoa, experience with energy. And now I'm having so many more experiences, like just through like cards have been so powerful, like the tarot cards for me. And Megan did a Reiki session on me earlier today that we're going to talk about later. Um, But just being able to sense, like, I always knew I could sense people's energies, but Mm -hmm. only when it was very strong, because I didn't like cultivate that or nurture that Mm -hmm. Um, I could only sense when something was going to be really good, or something's going to be really bad. Mm -hmm. Um, But now I'm practicing cultivating that intuition and listening to myself and I've gotten a lot better at picking up like nuances and things like that. I am oh. still learning so much, but it's been such a powerful experience and I just can't wait to learn and grow even more.
2: Oh, we're doing amazing. Yeah. Oh, thank it's you. It's such a personal and individual journey too. like, to come to your spiritual beliefs. Like you have to experience all of it for yourself to believe yeah. it. Like, you can't just believe what someone's telling you. It's it's true. True. And for me too, Jackie, like I've had to learn and, and see things and experience them many times for me to really believe it. It's never just, just like a one-time day. thing. Like, oh, I believe in a higher power now that I like had that intuitive pull to go upstairs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah.
0: Well, I guess I can, uh, I'll share um, one instance of some energy that I've experienced and this is um, physical and just visual energy. So I am definitely not super tapped into auras or anything, Mm -hmm. but I was able to see my aura or something like it. That's awesome. I was reading, this is the beginning of my little spiritual journey years ago. I was reading the Celestine Prophecy. Have y'all ever heard of that book? No, I haven't it's an amazing book. Um, and there's like multiple series with it and they even have a movie, which I finally saw. And that was really good too. Pretty close to the book. Um, but it's a, a journey about just the, the higher dimension and, um, coming back to the give, the give mentality. Um, and how can we, um, really tap into that, Uh, I don't know how to explain it really. It's just like the interconnectedness with each other. And in that book, they, he kind of instructed on how to focus on your hand. And when you hold it up out, like when you're outside, this is what I did. I sat outside and I just stared at it for a very long time, holding my hand in front of my face and just looking at it, but just really focusing almost like candlelight gazing. If you've ever heard about that. Yeah. So after I got super zoned into my hands, I could see an outline of blue. Nice.
1: Nice.
0: It, it was, was so wild and trippy, and I I swear it was not on plant medicine or anything like that.
1: <laughs> I swear I was sober, guys.
2: Yeah, I'm completely sober.
0: Because <laughs> that's another thing I wanted to see if I could see it without all. Yeah, that without all the extra
1: stuff. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so yeah, I was able to see it, but you know, it faded. If once I let go of that gaze, that focus, it yeah. went away. So, but I knew that that energy is there, and that. Whatever you put out into the world will come back, good karma or bad karma. Right. And so I just made smarter decisions after that, and just kind of try to
1: use my my energy more wisely. Um, ooh, yeah, love that. Trying to use my energy more wisely. Just because you can put energy into something does not mean that you should. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: it's yeah. True. and that's something relating to Reiki is it's all about your attention and focus that's Mm -hmm. all it is and so after learning about reiki i've realized how important where we put our attention is Mm -hmm. it's it's really put where you put all your power and in the end it's kind of all we have as Mm -hmm. well like what that's all we I don't really know how to say it, but yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> what and else know. do we have besides where we're putting our attention? You know, right, yeah. right. That yeah. creates your reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and when yeah. you focus on, magnifies too, which is yes. why you see like the the aura of your hand. I want to try that. That's really cool. It's cool.
1: I've only seen one aura ever. And it was so special because it was my mom's, oh, but oh, yeah, so I didn't tell her in the moment. I didn't say, Hey, I can see your aura. But, <laughs> but mom, it... Hey, I know you're listening, but I could see your aura
2: oh, <laughs> it up for you. Was it like a full body? It was like
1: a full body outline. Cause it was really, she yeah. was having, like, we were having a very, like, heart to heart about my bipolar disorder. And she has been my solid rock throughout that whole process. And she was just explaining how much I mean to her and how that doesn't change how she views me and things like that. And in that moment I saw her like golden outline everywhere. And I was like, my jaw, I tried to keep it together. but My face was probably like, Oh, I realized this is a podcast so no one can see it, but so we can imagine just imagine like, Imagine like one of those puffer fish that opening its mouth and then like its eyes getting really big. That's what I looked like.
2: That's such a cool experience. Well, that's really special. It was very special.
1: Mm-hmm. But let's talk more about Reiki, Megan. Yes. Let's hear about your Reiki master stories and how you got into that and just like your experiences with that that was a lot of questions but talk about whatever you want in like that your realm too because
0: sure. certifications like what how were you in that first certification and second and third like how did that transform
2: so i did it all in one weekend it was oh, um, like cool. two classes on a saturday and then a sunday class um, i really liked how that how it was all um sequential like that and not spread out by a few weeks because you're I don't know I got really in the zone and wanted to keep doing it and, and just learn the most I could about it in a short period of time. Right. But, um, so the first Reiki class is learning how to do Reiki on yourself. Um, Reiki two is learning how to do it for other people. And Reiki three is the, the master class, which is kind of like the more like business side of things. And, um, you get like attunements, um, from your Reiki teacher and yeah, it's, it's funny because I went into the Reiki course with no intention of teaching it or doing it for other people at all. I really just wanted to do it for myself because I had again heard on podcasts about Reiki and was just interested by it because it's it's said to be really healing. And I booked my first Reiki session and it's typically like for an hour-long session, it's at least like $70. That's the lowest end you're gonna get. It's like 70 to maybe one 130 typically. And so I booked a session. It was nice. It was relaxing. I didn't have any like profound experiences. Mm -hmm. I was like, I know this is doing good for me. And I know you can do it on yourself. Mm -hmm. So if I just pay for the classes, I can do this on myself for my entire life and not have to pay someone to go all the time. So I was like, I might as well just learn how to do this. So so you can do it on yourself. You can do it on other people. You can do it with someone in the room with you. You can do it when someone's in another country. You can do it on zoom like Jackie and I did today,
1: Yes. or
2: you can do it. You don't even have to know I'm doing it for you. Um, you can be running your errands and I can do it for you in just a few minutes. Like it's energy is not bound by time or space, the way that human things are constricted by earthly uh, laws of physics and things like that. So um, yeah, I, went into it with no intention to really do it for people I just wanted to do it for myself mm-hmm. but and I also just signed up for like a first level class and just to see if I, I liked it I had no plans of becoming a Reiki master but I was so so drawn to it that I just did all three classes and became a master but wow. the Reiki really is if you like google it or you have people talk about it it's like a form of energy healing. and like, okay, but what does that mean? Like, what does that look like? I just didn't understand. I was like, what do you do? Like
1: what you do in a session, just like, so people in the audience that have no idea have a little bit of background of like the movements you're doing and things like Mm -hmm. that, if you wouldn't mind.
2: Yeah, of course. And this is the cool thing. Like as I'm explaining this, you are going to be able to do Reiki now because of it. Like, you don't have to take any Reiki classes to do Reiki. You've actually done Reiki without even knowing you were doing Reiki because it's only about your intention and your focus. So, like, praying for someone's wellness, that's doing Reiki. That's it. And so, for me, a Reiki session, there are, like, hand placements and symbols you use that you learn in the classes, but you don't need any of this to do Reiki. But what a typical Reiki session for me looks like is I just – Take a few deep breaths call in my guides angels um, any loved ones that want to come through for the person i'm doing it with or just for myself if i'm doing it all myself and i ask for their support i um, take a few deep breaths uh, just focus and then i begin and you just say a few affirmations and a few example affirmations I'll say, like, I am always in a healing state, Um, like the universe responds to my intention focus and is bringing healing to me now. So as long as you're putting an intention, um, like at the start of your session or while you're doing it, that there is going to be healing happening, then it's happening, which is so cool, because that's why your attention is so powerful is because you just have to place your attention on healing. And then it happens. I can't explain exactly how like the the universe works in that way, but it does. And so, um, I'll say those affirmations just so my mind is focused on healing. And then I'll move from head to toe down the body on the person or on myself. Um, it's kind of an intuitive practice for me personally too. Like I'll f- maybe feel drawn to certain areas more, and also I see a lot of colors when I do it. I'm a very like clairvoyant person so I see things in my head so I see a lot of colors and I kind of like visualize infusing that in a person or myself and like with Jackie's session yeah sometimes all like plants will come in so certain plants um for Jackie roses came in and they were like wrapping themselves around Jackie and there were rose petals on her legs and so yeah. Like nature will come in and offer its healing to us. And I just kind of infused that in it too, but it's really just like saying those affirmations and focusing on healing. And that, that's, that's all it is. You don't have to do the visualizations. Uh, you don't have to do hand placements. Mm-hmm. None of that. As long as like, just
1: we did it today on zoom and Megan used a pillow as a proxy for my body because we're like a thousand something miles away from each other. And it worked incredibly wow
2: yep yep and it's it's crazy that i don't know like source energy that works it's hard for us as humans to kind of grasp that that it can work if you're not in the same room with someone and touching them but it does (laughs) um like jackie felt things and yes everyone i've done reiki for like feels things while i'm doing it like in their body
1: And also seeing things like a vision came through, um, not vision, I guess, because it was more of a like a past um, experience of like my grandpa came through and it was like memories of like me and him because I was really, really close with him. And so that was really, really incredible and different colors and patterns. And like it was by the end of it, because I was going into it like I have no idea what this is, what it was like, um, what it would be like. But um, by the end, I just felt so. Renewed would be a good word, and rejuvenated. Yeah, yeah. So thank you so much, Megan, for that. It was so such a powerful experience, and I just I cannot thank you enough for it. It was so special to me. I'm
2: so glad you had a good experience because I also had such a great experience. Like I cried during it just because it's so nice to connect and like feel so much love and positive energy and healing around me. I I cry a lot when I do Reiki sessions. Oh, that's Um, yeah, and also the thing about Reiki it's cool is I receive all the benefits of Reiki as I'm doing it too. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's for both of us. Yeah. Jackie's not the only one receiving the benefits.
1: Mm -hmm. That's awesome. How long was your Reiki session? Do you know?
2: We did 20 minutes.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that was really good. And just like Mm -hmm. the perfect amount of time for me for like just starting out, honestly. So how has your experience with energy changed since becoming a Reiki master, Megan? Has that influenced how you feel about
2: energy? Yeah, really? Because I I didn't realize how important my attention and putting intentions in things, Mm -hmm. how important that is. Really, just because intention gives direction for something and you can do this for... If you're in a Reiki session, with whatever you're drinking, with whatever you're eating, you can also infuse Reiki into that by like saying powerful affirmations and imagining what you're eating is like bringing a lot of nutrients to you, like saying that, thinking that in your head, um, imagining that you're going to, it's going to help your body and give your body the nutrients it needs. You'll receive it so differently than if you, you didn't say that. So for example, like a lot of nurses do, do um, Reiki. In all the Reiki classes I took, there were nurses in them. Um, So example, chemotherapy. If you are going through chemo and you think of it as a poison that's going into your body, you're not going to receive it well. If you view it as a medicine that's helping your body heal itself, Mm -hmm. you're going to receive it so differently, like just because of how you're thinking of it and how you, Mm -hmm. you view it. Mm -hmm. that makes so much sense yeah mindset
0: is so powerful about things oh yeah anytime that i've ever eaten really fast my stomach was always just like in knots and like it that energy transfers throughout your whole entire body yeah so you can
1: feel it for sure when you're not taking care of yourself oh yeah
0: yeah yeah i try to slow down a little bit more yeah Can now eat (laughs) even though i love food so much (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's okay it's, it's great food is amazing <laughs> but, um, yeah so let's see uh what are some goals you have with
2: regards to energy work i want to start doing reiki on things like food and drinks more i and just forget that i do reiki on myself every time i go to an infrared sauna four times a week so just that's my time to do reiki is when i'm in there i'll just do it like the first 10 minutes mm-hmm. and but i would like to incorporate it into my life mm-hmm. more because it's it's kind of separate where i like have that carved out time to do it mm-hmm. but it can be just totally integrated into your life with um, like whatever you're doing whatever supplements you're taking whatever you're drinking if it's water still just uh putting an intention that it's healing water mm-hmm. that's good for you and it's so easy to do so I want to I just that. did that right now <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I realized that no one can see the video of this I just like
1: did that right I'm <laughs> like I'm going to try this right now <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah and it's so cool because Reiki is accessible to absolutely everyone and anyone and I just realized I kind of forgot to explain like what the principles of Reiki are so maybe I should go back to that
1: yeah yeah but,
2: please do Um, we are always in a healing state. That's just an undeniable fact. If you cut your hand, it's going to heal. We are always healing. You don't have to have any religious or spiritual beliefs for Reiki to work. It's just based on the fact that we are in a healing state all the time Mm -hmm. and that there is this innate intelligence in us that is always healing things. Mm-hmm. So you're just harnessing and focusing on that energy that is within us. And that's all around us, like in nature that grows the trees, mm-hmm. that, that same energy is beating our hearts and growing our hair. So you're just harnessing that. I call it like source energy, the universe, God, whatever mm-hmm. it is to you. It's that energy that you're harnessing. Mm-hmm. Nice. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyone can do it. And imagine if
0: the whole world, like if we just got together, held hands, and like intentionally set positive energy towards the earth or to each other. Like imagine how much healing could happen because we're so powerful and energetic. Like, yeah, we could literally change the freaking world if we just all
1: set our intention into that. Yeah, for sure. So kind of piggybacking off that, what's the best piece of advice for someone wanting to tap into the power of energy? What do you
2: think, Megan? I say just, spend time with yourself, like tap into your own energy, carve out time every single day to be with yourself where you're not distracted by anything. You're not listening to any podcast, no TV, go on a walk without your phone, meditate. Just sometimes I'll just lay on my floor and just like m- maybe listen to some meditation music or just sit in silence and just Be and not have anything taking my attention away from my thoughts and me. And that is
1: so hard to do because it's so counterintuitive to how we spend most of our lives.
2: Yeah. 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 But it's so powerful because then you can tap into really who you are and what you want and your own intuition. That's how it comes through. It's super subtle. Mm -hmm. For me, it's like really subtle feelings in my body, or it comes as my own thoughts too. And so it's, it's so important to have time where you're not distracted, being distracted by something I or stimulated that. by something. Right. You can really just tune into yourself and yeah. you're like the soul part of you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. also another thing, <laughs> stop asking for other people's opinions because just get in tune with yourself. Yes.
0: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love that. I was gonna add to um Whenever we do slow down and we do tap into that, that channel, then say, for example, you, somebody comes to your mind, one of your good friends that you haven't really talked to in a long while, but then all of a sudden, maybe the next day or later that day, you get a call from them or a text. Like,
2: Mm
0: -hmm. I feel like we're able, we can pick things up better when we're less distracted. And, um, And one thing I also, another thing I wanted to add was there was this one time when I was worried about my dad, we weren't talking for a while and I was like, I hope he's okay. And I, just like you, like my Mm -hmm. grandma was a really big part of my life when I was really young. She, Mm -hmm. she died when I was maybe six, but we had a close bond. And to this day, I'll still pray to her or like, just Mm
1: -hmm.
0: ask her things. And I prayed and I said, grandma, I, I just hope that dad's okay. Cause that's my, my dad's mom. And um, just let me know that everything's okay. And so the next morning I get a text from my dad and it had literally been a year.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah. And he said, Hey Ronnie, and not only that, he said, Hey, Ronnie, just wanted to let you know that I'm
1: okay. Wow. wow I love that I love that
0: I love that <laughs> that blew me away too but oh my god yeah I just think um it is just so important for us to disconnect from these devices
1: yeah. yes awesome.
0: they they are they serve a purpose and they're right. so helpful like right now we're using them and right we're right. talk, but we have to use them in a smarter
1: way wow I think you're so right on that um I think a lot of people including myself would do this fun thing where they just scroll through and then I look up and it's been 25 minutes and I'm like what in the world I just spent that on Instagram what am I doing and Mm -hmm. not like in a productive way on Instagram and a non-productive I'm looking at cute dog videos (laughs) which is great kind of way but
2: yeah yeah well I think um, oh sorry go ahead um sorry I just lost what I was gonna say (laughs) no worries no worries Um, oh it's it's super uncomfortable too to do Especially at first, like to just sit in silence alone for 10 minutes. It's like yeah. painful at first. It's ex- it's like exercise for your mind. Yeah. But like gauging on how uncomfortable it is, like that's how much you need it. Like if it's hard, that hard to just exist. Sorry, I'm looking you up. You- <laughs> so
1: uh-huh. Vron's over here just typing away on Google. I'm like, what are you looking up, Gal? <laughs>
0: so I wanted to bring this up too. Now that you mentioned like sitting still, um, I discovered this retreat called Sky Cave Retreats, and I think they're in Oregon. But they offer these dark retreats. You retreat into a cave and for however long you want
1: <laughs> that sounds like my hermit part of me the dream right like running away to the woods and being in the cave like yeah. that sounds great honestly for like a weekend to like yeah, me and oh, one of my friends We want to go do this and I nice. want to go oh honestly yeah, yeah I would try um- it I'm down to try anything once usually if it's like if I'm curious about it cool
0: yeah I'll send you the link it's skycaveretreats.com but it it, it seems super intriguing and they even film whoever wants to they'll film experiences right after they walk out of the cave and there was one guy that had he was in there for 40 days oh they, whoa they I don't you, want to do that they bring you food though and like they take care of you but you are in silence you know and whoa what a transformation I mean like people it's like being rebirthed because <laughs> we need these moments of just complete disconnection because you, every, every season of you, it just calls for a new phase of yourself and mm-hmm. you have to let the old version of you die. So you can move on to that new version. So I feel like I need to go through like three or four of these because I have a lot of shit I need to let go of.
1: I know I think you can also like recreate experiences mm-hmm. like that. Like not everything. Something that's very important to me is making sure that spirituality is not gatekeeped by price. Yeah. So honestly, it's, sounds like you literally could go in your garage and do that for like an hour, two mm-hmm. hours, 10 minutes, five minutes, mm-hmm. even one minute or yeah. 30 seconds. And that yeah. could still have profound benefits. Yeah. And then like, if you do have the financial capabilities to go to that mm-hmm. retreat, like you've kind of practiced on yourself too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: But, yeah, I think just like, Like you said, having those moments where you just have time to yourself and you can give back to yourself in good ways. It's just super important. And thankfully we have masters like you that are able to just help us channel that and remind us of the power of energy and, um, and I I don't know just how healing it can be.
1: Right. You are such a... just like incredible amazing person Megan like I'm just so thankful to have you in my life as my friends like I cannot express that deeply enough
2: no I feel the exact same way about you Jackie like we're gonna be friends I'm literally gonna say forever like for the long time like you're such a soul sister like like, like, just a basic friend connection. Like it's so special and I love you so much. And I feel so good after talking to you. Like you are just very special.
1: Oh, thank you. And so we normally have the same wrap up question. I say normally like we don't even, uh, we have one episode. <laughs> so we decided that we're going to have a wrap up question at the end. So I'd like to ask you, Megan, what are you manifesting?
2: Yeah, I'm manifesting a soul aligned career. So right now I work in public health because I got my master's in public health, but it's just not speaking to me anymore. And this is really who I've become like more into spirituality and like wellness. So I want to do something that's more along that route. And that's the main thing, but also a relationship. Yeah, that's good. Oh, good for you. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm like,
0: How long have you been by, like, you
2: know, single or just- I've been single for almost four years now and intentionally single. Yeah. It's been the most, oh my God, the most transformative, healing, most wonderful time. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's been so needed, so needed. Mm. But now I'm like ready to get back out there.
1: (laughs) Awesome. That is so awesome. It's
2: been so important for me. I feel like being single is kind of part of a soul purpose. Like I, yes. I definitely need needed to learn to not look for love externally and look for other people's approval externally because I I'm just especially in college, like, undergrad high school oh girl say all of my self-worth in what guys thought of me and if guys liked me yeah. And, yeah like that's just the most detrimental mindset to have yeah and so it's been that's been a huge part of my journey is just not looking to other people mm-hmm. for acceptance and for my worth mm-hmm. and for that's love. so powerful so, yeah. yeah and it's been the most freeing experience because now I truly feel like I do not even need or like want anyone like in, in a relationship with me. Um, it's just different. Mm-hmm. Like if it comes along, mm-hmm. that'd be cool. But I'm so content and happy being single as well. And it's taken a lot of work to get there. Like a, Like four years of working on that deeply uh, it's yeah mm-hmm. but it's
0: it's worth the work that's awesome that is really awesome that is that should be how we should get into relationships like we we should be happy with ourselves and content mm-hmm. and then when we are at our at our best then um then we'll attract it will attract the best at least the best for us and that version right. and they are gonna help us grow and yeah I think um yeah that's that's wonderful though. I'm so happy for you and glad mm-hmm. that you took that path because I loved my singlehood. Yeah, and I just grew into the woman that I felt like I needed to be. Um, and there's always still more I can improve on, but uh, but yeah, I was able to finally attract my soon-to-be husband. That's amazing. <laughs> oh,
1: look at that rock.
0: Yeah, look at that.
2: It's a really nice ring
1: for the podcast. listeners not on our Zoom call right now, which is everyone.
2: It sure <laughs> does.
1: Yeah. Aww. But I really think that you are meant to experience some things alone. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean alone, like without friends, without community, without whatever, but it's a different type of relationship with a romantic partner. And I do think that you are meant to experience some things in a single state of mind. I truly believe that. Yep
2: me too. yeah, I like I just had that deep realization when I was traveling back in December. Mm-hmm. I was just so happy to have the experience to myself not have anyone to like take up any of my mind space about like what they're experiencing. are they having a good time? Mm-hmm. Which, like that would be it would be great to travel as a couple like that's gonna be different. Great in, in different ways, but it was just so special to have this time where I'm just taking in everything for myself and just having this experience with me, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: for sure. Well, does anyone else have any last minute things? I think we've covered a lot of really good ground. Anyone mm-hmm. want to say anything before we end it off here?
0: Well, actually, just one more, okay. Um, how much does a Reiki session cost with you and how can people book with you? Oh,
1: such a good. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I forgot that. That's a great way to end the pod. (laughs)
2: It's funny because I, I don't really offer Reiki sessions. I just do it for like friends and family and myself. But if you want to, please just follow me on Instagram um, and we can schedule something, but
1: so, what is your Instagram? If you want to say it out loud for
2: people listening right now yeah, it's my name, Megan, M-E-G-H-A-N underscore Hardison, H-A-R-D-I-S-O-N. And yeah, you can message me on there if you. we can do a, a Zoom session. Um, but I think it's it's important to say, like like I said earlier, I went into Reiki without the intention of doing it for people. But even if you don't have the intention or, or like an end goal in mind when you're going into something, still do it if it if it piques your interest or you're curious about it in any way, or it's your interest, I don't know. You like it at all. Just do it anyway, even if there's no end goal and you can't see what it's going to lead to just do it. And so that's kind of been my path to Reiki. Like I love doing it, but I, 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 yeah, I just never really made a business out of it, but would love to do it. That's awesome. I also, can I promote another Instagram? Yes. (laughs) Yes, please do. If you're in the Atlanta area, I created an Instagram that posts about spiritual and wellness events happening in Atlanta. So like Reiki classes and cacao ceremonies, ecstatic dance, yoga, tons of tons of free yoga and free events, sound healings, all things like that. I post about them on this uh, Instagram called spiritual Atlanta. And so you can follow that if you're in the Atlanta area.
0: Sweet. Oh, I think I spelled spiritual wrong.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Megan. That has been such a transformative episode and just really thank you for being here with us. And this is so special to me that you are our very first guest. So thank you so much. Yes,
2: Thank you. I'm so honored to be your first guest. Thank you for having me. This has been so great. And I I hope people get a lot of good info out of this. Oh, they definitely
1: will. Mm -hmm. They sure
2: will. It's just really nice to have these conversations with it is. like you, just friends like you guys. And we're yeah. learning so much and it's yeah. just great. So thank you so much for having me. Of course. Of course. I can't wait to see your podcast blossom. Oh, thank Aww. you. Oh,
0: that's so sweet. Thank you. Thank you. And I'll have to book a Ricky session with you soon too.
2: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Let's do it. Awesome. All right. Well. I guess
0: this is us signing off. Um, Thank you guys for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we look forward to talking with somebody else. We'll, We'll announce her in a little while on episode three, but until then, we'll see you next time. Thank you guys for
1: listening.